In this video I'm going to be talking about the link between conspiracy theories and spirituality. Something that has come up over the last 12 months or so in particular has been what has been labelled conspirituality, where there's been like, uh, people have started to notice that people who have gone down the spiritual route, and I use that term lightly, have found themselves believing a lot of conspiracy theories. I think it's important to define what a conspiracy theory is, okay? So I got this from Wikipedia, so take it for what it is. A conspiracy theory is an explanation for an event or situation that invokes a conspiracy by sinister and powerful groups, often politically motivation when other explanations are more probable. Now that's one definition of a conspiracy theory, but for the sake of this video, I think I might define it slightly differently. So to me, a conspiracy theory is when more than one person decides to move the information and the awareness away from the truth to something else in order to get an end goal. So that's what a conspiracy theory is to me. And I'm going to use that definition uh, as we go through this video. Okay, so let's start up with skepticism. It's very healthy to have a good degree of skepticism. There's a healthy degree and, a, and a, an unhealthy degree, right? If we simply believe what authority figures and the media say about everything, we're in a very unhealthy position. Particularly for the mind that hasn't got its own individual barriers that it's put up, it can sort of be infiltrated and ideas and, and psychological uh, manipulation can go on if you don't have a healthy degree of skepticism there to, to block out any, well, basically lies and deceit. To believe that over, you know, over the last few thousand years that information hasn't been kept from people, that the average person has been lied to by people in power, that's, I mean, very few people would actually disagree with that. So it's very easy now to label people conspiracy theorists. But the reality is that if I asked you, do you believe everything that comes out of BBC or Sky News, you'd probably say no. So by definition, you're actually a conspiracy theorist at that point. So it's very easy to label everybody conspiracy theorists simply for not believing what the mainstream tell you. So where do I stand with conspiracies? I'm very nuanced. I believe that you know, a few of the ones that we hear about have weight to them. The vast majority don't. And this is one of the problems is that they get thrown around and put into the same box. If we compare, for example, rational conspiracies with irrational conspiracies and then put them in the same box and label everybody conspiracy theories, we're sort of missing the point. You can't do that because um, you, you might have elements of truth mixed with an absolute load of nonsense and, and lies and deceit, um, but you can't pick out the truth. You're not allowed to open that box again because you've been labeled a conspiracy theorist. That's nonsense, right? And, and people need to grow up if that's what they're doing. If, if you're labeling everybody conspiracy theorists on the basis that they believe in something um, or don't believe what the media is saying, that's, you know, that's immature. So let's look at rational and irrational conspiracies because we need to make sure they don't go in the same box. Rational conspiracies might be not believing the media, not believing people in positions of power, 
Okay, so in the UK, we've got people like Matt Hancock. How people believe that guy, anything he says anymore is beyond me, but people still do. That doesn't make me a conspiracy theorist, or it does make me a conspiracy theorist, but that doesn't log me into the, the irrational conspiracies. So there's a subtle difference there, right? And you have things like MKUltra, completely uh, legitimate. That's been, the, the US military has said that they did that. The Secret Service has said that they did that. That's not hidden. But at the time, if you'd have said it was going on, you'd have been labeled a conspiracy theorist. Now, the irrational conspiracies, we might consider that the Q phenomenon, what's gone on in the last 12 months. I might have a lot of uh, hit back off that. I, I appreciate I might get a lot of uh, hate from people saying that, oh, you know, it's real, it's true. But to me, that's very irrational. All we hear at the moment is trust the plan, trust the plan. You can't trust the plan that something's never going to arrive. We'll all be on our deathbed before anything happens. That's not rational. Okay, I knew this back in early last year when it started to come out and, and the, the noise that was coming out of the movement made it irrational. There was no logical sense to what was going on. But why do spiritual people fall down the conspiracy path? I think this is an important point that doesn't get discussed. In 2012, I had uh, what might be labeled an, as an awakening. And the way that I saw the world before that moment was completely different to the way I saw it after. And I couldn't make sense of what was going on in the world. So I ended up buying a load of books and researching things all over the internet to make sense of my new reality, the reality that was going on around me. That shift in awareness leaves holes in your psychology. It's like, before I never had this problem, so what is this problem? How do I become whole again? And you look for certain pieces of information to fill that gap. That's where conspiracy theories are very uh, like lucrative. They're very succulent to the ego. Then The ego needs to be certain of things. And conspiracies do that job very well. So now we go back to the skepticism. That healthy degree of skepticism comes with time. Very often at the beginning, you sort of believe things because you need that uh, ego fulfillment. As you progress, as you evolve more, as you become a more developed human and more developed ego, your need for certainty decreases. You don't believe everything because... Uh, the, the, the need for certainty diminishes somewhat. You live in a degree of uncertainty. You're okay not knowing. So people who believe in conspiracy theories such as Q and such as, um, I don't know, you'll, you'll know loads of them out there. I can't think off the top of my head here. But the reason people believe these things is because they're out looking. It's actually, a, a, although the, the, the conspiracy theories might be unhealthy, in themselves, it's actually a healthy sign when people are actually looking outside of themselves to fulfill those uh, those gaps that a shift in awareness has caused. Now, the last 12 months, seeing the, the blatant lies and deceit that are coming through television and, and the leaders of the world, it's blatant that they're lying. So a lot of people are now going, this world doesn't make sense to me anymore. The people who I thought were our leaders uh, are no longer to be trusted. Where can I go for that certainty? Where can I go for that trust? And what we have to understand is that most people don't have the level of individuality, a healthy psyche to 
put things together themselves to be, be individuated, to be individualized. They need that collective group think. So they fall into conspiracies as a group. You'll notice they say the truth, we're after the truth. But it's not the truth. It's the group's collective mind. That's what they're attached to. And this is the, the, the fine line between conspiracy and spirituality is that spirituality holds freedom as one of its pinnacle values. If you're a spiritual being, you want a, a free and liberated soul. You don't want to be coerced into doing anything um, that you don't want to be doing. Um, and obviously there's a fine line with narcissism there, thinking that you're the center of the world and, and um, you know, you, your will uh, is far more important than the will of, of other people. Uh, there's a fine line between like being spiritually liberated and being a narcissist. There's like two ends of the spectrum, and but it's like a circle and the sort of meat. So there is a fine line there. But if you're not questioning what's going on right now, you've probably not done any self-development work. You're just absorbing everything. The other side of the coin is if you're just accepting everything, every conspiracy under the sun, you've got no degree of healthy skepticism. You've got no barriers there. It's a very subtle line there that you have to cross. Spirituality is essentially uh, evolving your spirit. That's what it's all about. The world and all the information that comes through television screens isn't designed to evolve your spirit. It's there to just pump out information, just to, to monetize you. You're there as a product. So it's no wonder that conspiracy theories are catching hold right now. It's going to happen. So for anyone out there who labels people conspiracy theorists, make sure that you're defining them properly and make sure you're not one yourself. Because a conspiracy theorist to me is anybody who doesn't have trust in people who are in front of us telling us all this information. And it's been going on for, as I said, thousands of years if you want to go into, into religion as well. So the link between spirituality and, and conspiracy is that as you evolve spiritually, you start to have doubt in information that you've been sold and conspiracies start to fill those gaps. So it's always going to happen. Okay, thank you for watching. Check out my website, alexheatman.co.uk. Um, check out my podcast, Project Sovereign. Hit that subscribe and like button. It helps with the algorithm. And mind that attention. It's incredibly sacred. Watch where you spend it.